Yo, it's your boy Mike Nguyen. I'm not in this episode of this podcast, but you know where I am. I'm at Hack City. It's our stand-up comedy show, and it's the second Friday of every month at Union Hall in Brooklyn. The next one is September 8th. Doors at 7, shows at 7.30, tickets available at asiannotasianpod.com or in the episode description. And listen, this month, this month, we have a really, really special guest. It's someone you know. It's someone you love. It's someone who is really into flashlights. Whoops, flashlights. <laughs> Check it out. We'll see you there. Hack City, September 8th, Union Hall. See you soon. I feel like when you're older, relationships are like, it's kind of like you're playing out this childhood trauma or this like, re- you're like, I realize with this relationship that I'm repeating a pattern and I'm trying mm. to resolve it in myself. Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast, the podcast with all of your favorite Asian friends. I'm one of your hosts, Jenny Arimoto, and I'm usually with my co-host, Mike Nguyen, but he's currently in Baltimore, um, and he asked me if I wanted to do an episode on my own, and I literally said no, but here we are. (laughs) Um, Cool. So we usually start the pod with a few shout outs to our Patreon subscribers, but Mike does not trust me, so I do not have access to the Patreon. But it is the best way to support us. So if you do want to support us, please go to patreon.com slash Asian Not Asian pod. Um, I can't confirm if you donate, but if you do, that's great. And I'm, I'll ask Mike and he'll confirm and then we'll come back together next episode and we'll shout you out, um, which we appreciate deeply. It does help us um, and fund almost every single thing we do. Also, if you're following the news, I'm sure you've heard about the devastation in Maui and from the wildfires. Like the last episode, if uh, you'd like to donate, we're going to link some places in the episode descriptions. So please head there for any information for how to support local communities impacted by the wildfires. That would be very cool of you. Okay. Well, um, I am not going to do this episode by myself. That would be so boring and just full of anxiety. So um, instead, I'm going to bring on my friends. So yeah, Mike asked me, do you want to do an episode while I'm away? And I said, uh, no, I don't have time to organize anything because I'm moving. Um, and then I thought, what if I kind of did something for women? What if I use this as an excuse to also hang out and catch up with my friends? So we're kind of breaking the, the glass or bamboo ceiling. We're going to like, we're changing history. It's herstory now. And we're doing the first episode of Asian Not Asian with only women. So... Today, I want to introduce my two of my favorite people. They are stand-up comedians, actors, writers, internet celebrities, regular celebrities, also kind of New York fashion icons. Welcome to your ears, Julia Shiplett and Yagmi Mayer. Yay! Let's go, girls. <laughs> Let's go, girls. It's a very different dun, tone dun, than dun, Fumi dun, and Mike. Dun, dun. Yeah, such a different tone. Lots of even waiting. the way we were talking. I think we need to inject some of that in here. You're so right. Even just listening to us talk for like the 20 minutes <laughs> that it took to lead into this, it's like yeah. such a different vibe. Well, first of all, we're waiting for each other to finish our sentences, <laughs> right. making exactly. room instead of like Fumi and Mike who are just like. It's just like screaming for each other. A hundred percent, and no mention of a flashlight yet. You know, oh, we're like not- a couple of minutes in, no flashlight talk. That's actually mm. beautiful to me. 
Don't worry, I'll incorporate it later. Yeah, <laughs> Julia will figure out a way. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cool. Well, thanks for joining me. Um. I. We haven't caught up like together in a while. Actually, I don't know. Summer is so weird. It goes so fast, and also it's just been very chaotic. Um, so I'm just very excited on a personal level to hear about <laughs> your lives. But um, I think we're going to start with kind of our classic segment. What kind of Asian were you this week? Um, and I can go first because I thought about it first. Okay. And then I'll kind of give it give it to you guys. Um, okay, so um, I was an upstate Asian, upstate New York Asian specifically. I missed the last episode because I was upstate and I put it on calendar and Mike still scheduled over me. So missed that episode. <laughs> But um, I was upstate with my friend um, and her family who have a beautiful house um, like two hours away from the city. It's like gorgeous and I call it like Sims in that they've been building out this house over like a, like a decade. Mm -hmm. And every time I go, there's like a new feature added. And so they added a pool last year. <gasps> and so I was nice. like, I have to get up there and like have a pool day. I have like not been in a bathing suit this summer. Um, because the summer's been kind of weird weather-wise, like lots yeah. of rain, smoke, just like weirdness. So I just I asked if I could go up and use her pool. Um, but and I'm like so lucky to have access to that. But I left feeling so poor, like mm. just like so poor. Um, the fallout basically like emotionally. <laughs> was like me coming back and being like what am I doing not owning a place and what mm -hmm. am I doing with my life um they're like they're like so kind but they are like definitely upper class like upper class white family with like very expensive taste and yeah. so I often feel like I don't not not that I don't fit in because they're not saying anything, but it's like the conversation or like the things that get complimented are things that cost money, you know, like mm. a nice scent or like a nice top. And I think if you just like are at that tax bracket, it's just normal talk. Like you don't think about it as anything that's like special. But then I like had this moment of like, oh, my God, I'm not wearing a brand name thing. Like I feel kind of bad here um, yeah. or just like. Mm -hmm. Just in general, I was like, oh, like they were ju they just talk about things in this very different tone than I do here with my comedian friends. And I left and I was like, do I need to do I need to be making so much money right now? Like, do I need to go to like a corporate job? Like, what am I doing having a creative like desire? Um, so I kind of really spiraled about that for like three days post. So it was like two wonderful days. And then I came back and like every day checking LinkedIn to see if mm. I should go back to a corporate job and also like spiraling about like why I need to do comedy like for three mm -hmm. solid days I was like why do I need to do this I need to like buy a house somewhere um and get married and have a huge <laughs> rock on that finger um yeah so that was I my like week it was beautiful but like ended with this weird fallout that I did not expect <laughs> that I seems like the most so deeply Sorry yeah me. I didn't mean to cut you off Oh no, it's okay. Oh, good, good. C more cutting off. We need to be more like men. Yeah, like exactly. Boys. We're gonna dismantle We're the, the master's now. house with the master's tools, bitch. <laughs> talk over me. Talk. If I start talking, just talk louder. I had a point. I had a point, yeah. actually. <laughs> Wait, what were you saying, Julia? I was just. I was gonna say. I just came back from my friend's place this weekend. That is 
technically Westchester, but I say upstate because that's yeah. cuter. Um, but same situation. They have a pool, beautiful, beautiful home, like beautiful baby who I'm obsessed with and is my godson and like just but just symbols of all these things that I yeah. do not have. And I'm not even sure if I want necessarily, mm. but feel like I should want, which is sometimes mm-hmm. really hard to distinguish between. And just like feeling like I need to your point, need to be making so much more money. And I also have like Friday, I applied to three full-time jobs (gasps) for the first time in literally six years. And that felt cuckoo bananas. Cause I was just like, I need to make money for real, for real. Yeah. So was that from that trip or was it, is it just separate? It was kind of separate. It kind of like okay. naturally blended into mm. the, just sort of a theme yeah. of the week. Yeah. Which, yeah. I sort of, yeah, I enjoy that both of you went to these like rich white places and both had the most Asian reaction. Like, I need I to know. make more money. LinkedIn.com. Yeah, both of you were just on the computer like, I'm going to become a consultant. That's so Both of you had the well, same. <laughs> It's literally like, it's not the system, it's me. Like, it's yeah. like, I need to fit into the system. That's like always Meanwhile, my reaction. The house that you went to is like fourth generation because they used to own enslaved people. And you're just like, <laughs> how did these white people make so much money? I'm not working hard enough. It's my fault. Yeah. And it's also, it's like, I had this thought where I was like, wow, at a certain point, life is frictionless almost. Like, mm. when you have enough money, it's like, everything kind of just falls into place. Like watching their lives, I was like, oh, like the things that they're stressed about are like, should what kind of pond do we want to build out? Not to like make fun of like whatever, but I was like, oh, this like conversation happening here is so not the conversation. Yeah, not to belittle (laughs) their struggles of building a pond, but I am like, this is a completely different conversation than what's happening with my friends in New York, which is like, do I have health insurance? can i pay rent next month like i have to get a root canal but i can't afford it you know should i get a root canal or should i eat next week yes and Um, i was like wow like life is easy (laughs) but at the same like yes to all those questions that you just said jenny but then i'm also like but who wants to go to a nice dinner tonight you know what i mean i'm like i'm also very bad at money right right me too like, it is I'm our like, fault. okay, then maybe I should get better at money, but I also don't want to learn about money because I hate it and want it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, it's boring. Oh, it's can it's just so teach boring. Me about passive income. Just I love teach that. Me you... how to get passive income. Can I just say, I have the a very very different violently different reaction to being in like rich white people spaces i'm just like this sucks this is so boring and i hate them yeah and i cannot (laughs) get it feels like the movie get out i feel like i'm the help even though i'm the guest i'm like yeah do do i have to wash the dishes and sleep in the potato cellar tonight because right i don't look like you and i just feel uncomfortable but you know i will say i think I totally hear that. I think my friends are cool people. One of them, white, but an immigrant. Um, oh. So I, you know, but it's not even about them. It's so they were like, diverse rich people, wasn't rich white people. Okay, that's important. But, <laughs> it's good to know. So diverse. <laughs> then yes. I support them. <laughs> I think it's more just like, it's like, like I don't necessarily want all that. I just don't yeah. want to worry all the time. Right. That I'm makes tired sense. Of I get that. Like that, I get that is just like, 
this weight on my back all the time of like totally what hap- what happens in three years like if if am I gonna make because I also just like you know I I don't know about you guys but it's been a sl- like I am not making money in the summer like it's been it's a, been yeah. slow it's, it's been yeah, very slow hard hard I mean with yeah. the strike and everything too it's just like yeah. doubly everything Oof. is so slow and yeah. just yeah. no one's making money but then you go hang out with people like that and I'm like oh it's not no one's making money it's that people around me in this industry are just me and all my friends in community <laughs> yeah <laughs> why go? is everyone in the world poor oh wait it's just me and my friends <laughs> yeah i'm like Whoops. oh okay and once again sometimes i'm just there i'm like wow life is so easy when you just do capitalism full out when you do full out capitalism when you do capitalism as a verb yeah yeah <laughs> when you just full are like okay i'm just gonna do it i'm like and you just buy a house and you that's pick, that makes you happy. I'm like, wow, but I have creative dreams. Yeah, I got oh. ideas to put out there. <laughs> also, I want to say, I wish yeah. I could disassociate for ten I hours know. a day. I know. Yeah. I can't. I can't either. I would like the stress of my shoulders to go away. That's for sure. Yeah. Jenny, good job being I the one that. Asian person at a at a white all white gathering. That's the kind of Asian I had the you're best <laughs> burrata of my life. I will say that I was like, you this know, is literally they don't the best fuck around with their burrata. No, the they don't. do not the fuck around to- with the burrata. The heirloom tomatoes. I was like, oh my god, crazy salad is blowing tomatoes. my mind. Yeah, <laughs> they really Fresh know what they're doing. In the garden. Oh my god, I was like living my life near a pool, eating the best caprese salad, and I was like, I kind of get it. Like I, I get it. One day, one day. All right, who wants to go next? I know that's such a woman way to do this. Does anyone want to take the lead? <laughs> I have an idea, so I, I can I can say what kind of Asian I was this week. Okay, young me, and what kind of Asian were you this week? I I was an angry Asian, <gasps> Korean. Okay, um, so I was just like angry. You know, I got I got um out of uh, I got out of a relationship. I went through like a breakup a while ago now. I think it's been at least a month and a half. And it was okay. sort of these things where it was like very short. And then I was like, oh God, this is not right. You know, I mm-hmm. saw the fucking, I saw the red flags and I ran. But then it's just kind of like, the bad thing about breaking up with a man is then you don't have a man to yell at, you know, anymore. <laughs> that's the part I miss. I don't have anyone that's going to disappoint me and and make me really fucking annoyed like you know what i mean honestly this is a I'm thing really like my friend it. is a financial dom and yeah. that is what she does <gasps> like she just like goes and tells people to pay her and like makes fun of them but all kind of remote like not in person what i would is love it only to do men that. or also women or all types i don't of know or i don't know but like that like she just like posts like and you never post the for your face it's just like like it's so it's very anonymous huh. and you like i think it, you literally just go like like give me five hundred dollars right now and you like bully like you basically like dom until someone gives you five hundred dollars but they pay they like that's the model that's what they want young you'd be so person. good at that i'll do it in person yeah. i'll show up you prefer in your, person i'll not i'll like break down your door <laughs> and no. they're like whoa i, I thought this like, was I'll remote punch you. i'll punch yeah. you yeah okay. <laughs> you, well, yeah it's an extra thousand dollars per punch i don't care i'll punch you <laughs> <laughs> no i mean like that's no, but to be for young me yeah <laughs> i'll do it no i mean like but to be serious it's just like i think this you know i always i realize now that i'm older that whenever um i feel like when you're older relationships are like it's kind of like you're playing out this 
childhood trauma or this like you're like I realize with this relationship that I'm repeating a pattern and I'm trying Mm. to resolve it in myself but it's like it's like I'm I have to resolve this in myself not with this person they have nothing to do with me do you know what I mean right right I just feel like these relationships I learn something from them and whatever if I keep doing them over and over again I'm learning each time I guess so yeah yeah I mean you're doing the introspective work now which most people don't do (laughs) so that's already like yeah but step ahead you know what's so funny my therapist was like okay you need you need like like a goomba I, I don't think she said that like she, mm-hmm. she's like you need a guy that's like hey don't touch my girlfriend like that kind of guy like you need yeah. like a one of these manly men guys and she was like not like abusive but like you know like some guy yeah. that's gonna like d- gonna be like a man and like uh punch somebody in the face if they fuck with you like that's the mm-hmm. kind of person you sort of you need a protector like you need a yeah you need to I try that for or, you yeah, yeah right so i was like yeah. okay and then the next day I was walking down the street and this like Staten Islandy like construction guy like started talking to me and I was like <laughs> and I was like oh my god he's kind of hot but then I was like okay I can't I'm, I'm terrified of him he's scary That's how I feel towards people like that I don't know right? how to deal with them I also have nothing in common I'm like no idea what to talk to you about <laughs> But I think that there's something very hot about that person mm. Yeah like same like a union guy come on Well yeah a union guy <laughs> like my fantasy yeah Yeah. my fantasy is like if i'm like telling telling him about like some coworker drama he's like i'm gonna fucking drive to his house and fucking punch him (laughs) and i'm like that would be so hot finally somebody takes my side you know yeah but my ex was like taking the side of the person i was arguing with and i was like right what the fuck is your fucking problem i hate that oh gross Anyway, or just okay. goes, babe, don't worry about it. I got a pension. Yeah. Just, he yeah. talks about a pension a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. just always right. about the pension. Yeah. It's always about the pension. You're going to have a fight yeah. with someone out, like someone else, and then you'll be like, dude, dude, don't, don't. We got pension. It's always we pension. pension. We got Not pensions. Worth it, honey. We got pension. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> See, I like that. I like that. Um, okay, so you need someone to punch. That's it. That's or the someone kind of the that's summary. gonna maybe punch, punch me. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Punch no, for not you. that. Punch, punch for you. Punch, for, punch, punch somebody, somebody for me. For yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. We want someone to get punched. That's not us, but an enemy. We want someone to punch an enemy. <laughs> or just threaten. Just threaten. Don't actually okay. go to jail. Just threaten. You know. Yeah. yeah. We just want threats of punches. Punch threats. No. Exactly. I agree with that. I think that's hot too. I th- yeah. Threaten is. Um, Okay, Julia, what kind of Asian were you this week? I think I have been... I've been an anxious slash emo Asian, (gasps) I would say. Oh, my God. I think... I think, okay, last week... I think August is just a weird month in general. Yeah, it is. Always, because it's very, like, dog days of summer. Summer's coming to an end. It's really fucking hot. Last week was, like, very cloudy, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Last week, just like that yeah. weather kind of made me emo too, where it's like the air is thick, but the sun isn't out. And you're just kind of like, it just is, there's so much room to spiral. I think last yeah. week is how I felt. Mm-hmm. And I think just like, you know, back to what we were talking about, talking about before, I think like with the strikes and all that, and just like lack of work, I'm just, there's just been too much time and space for me to ask myself, what the fuck am I doing in yeah. life? that Mm -hmm. I uh, just, and I wish that I could just be like, 
go to the beach, go, go and like, go do something fun and relaxing. And like, I do sometimes, but I think my natural instinct is to spiral out and like worry about the unforeseen future. Mm -hmm. Um, I love to worry. (laughs) I'm not like other girls. I'm really worried right now. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I, I would think that's the kind of Asian I was last week. What's your instinct when you're worrying? Like, is it just to sit there or like to to do stuff? I think I try to distract myself with stuff. Like whether yeah. it's like go to a workout class, like go fill my like social calendar, like, yeah. like j- go like out and go drink at night and like go be busy socially, which I do want to do. But sometimes I know when I'm doing that, it's like, it's not always because it's like I want to enjoy my friends, which I do. It's more like just busy your mind as much as possible, which yeah. mm-hmm. is fine, but like also can be bad too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think I think sometimes I like to stew too, where it's like let me think about every single bad outcome <laughs> so that in case it happens, I'm mentally and emotionally prepared for it. Which is very, my therapist, I also had a really good therapy session last week where she was like, I do find, she was like, I think you, um, you do have a tendency to catastrophize Mm. and to, um, fixate on, on negative things. And she said, all of these are examples of cognitive distortion. (gasps) What does that mean? What is that? Yeah. What is that? It just, it kind of, it's about patterns of thinking that are usually, negative mm-hmm. that um it's just like loops in your brain that that mm-hmm. you can't kind of get out of thinking that way mm-hmm. um where it's you're like distorting what reality is by making it negative right. and by trying to think of the worst outcome so you probably yeah. feel in control because you yeah. already mm-hmm. know that it could happen um yeah, yeah. But even though, like, that's so bad, though, because it doesn't mean it's going to happen. There's a good chance it won't happen. Right. But by thinking about it, you feel like you're controlling it when actually you might be, like, it might be a self-fulfilling prophecy in some ways. I see. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. That makes sense. It's, like, lame to say, but I do think positive thinking is actually very powerful in a way that yes. I'm like, I don't do it. Don't get me wrong. I don't fucking do it. <laughs> I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. But <laughs> you're right. I... I can understand how your thoughts can lead to reality. Totally. I I saw this like, she's like a Harvard, she's like Asian Harvard student on TikTok. (laughs) And she's study. I don't even know what she studies, but she studies something like that, like psychology pattern, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, Mm -hmm. it's so easy to, not easy, but it's like pretty simple to break it. You just like say this one little thing in your head all the time and then it will create this new pattern so i've been like following her on tiktok but then i'm like oh yeah i am like always in this loop of negative thinking mm-hmm. like i i noticed that when i i saw that or you know like mm-hmm. when i heard you saying that yeah wait what did she tell you to say over and over or do you have to come up with your it own? was like um it was like i i feel like she has a bunch of videos but one of the things were just like Maybe, uh, I don't even know if this was her, but she says like if you see something, um, like for, like there's a no, this was not her, this was somebody else. But Lucas, like this is the kind of TikToks that I'm watching. Everyone, yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> now you know, now you know. But this one other person was like, when you're walking around, uh, 
like outside and like you're single and you're like thinking why is it that i don't uh see the kind of person that i want to date ever in the world right Mm -hmm. what you do is whenever you see someone that like is attractive or you see someone doing something that you would want in a partner you're like you take you say something and then by doing that your brain is going to notice that more and more and more and then you're going to keep seeing it over and over and over again and then it's going to lead you to like i don't know flirt or interact with that kind of person but you have to Mm -hmm. say something when you see that so then your brain picks up on that or something that makes sense stuff like that i don't i don't know am i gonna do any of it fuck no I'm going <laughs> to rot away in my living room having yeah, bad thoughts. Yeah, I know. I, it's like the hard part is that it's so deep-seated in your the way you live, just like are existing, that it's like so hard to break out of it when it's happening because it's yeah. just happening. I'm like, I don't know. It's just like automatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I also agree that summer, the end of summer is kind of depressing. August. August. Yeah, yeah, August yep. is depressing. It's the dead, rotten fruit month. The fruit yeah. rots on that's, the... Yes. That's exactly what it is. Yep. Literally. All the fruit the, flies are like here. The fruits have fallen on the ground and now they're getting overripe. Yeah. But then like September, October, cute. Yes. Yeah. And, and then it kind of gets depressing again. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Yeah. I've also yeah. like been in a similar mood and I haven't been feeling creative and then I like, it's like self, like it's this like cycle because I'm like not feeling great. And then I don't feel like making anything funny. And then mm-hmm. I'm not making anything funny. So then I feel bad. And it's like this For like sure. cycle that goes around and around and around where I'm just like, oh, well like what am I doing with my life? If I don't, if I'm not, why do I need to be funny? You know, like that cycle has been happening to me specifically in August. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's maybe we're breaking out of it right now, but like the first like couple weeks, the first two weeks of August, I was like really down on myself. I was like, oh wow, I don't feel like a comedian at all. Um, and so that I'm, that's why I've been doing like, I've been thinking about my resume a lot. <laughs> like I need to update my resume and all that. But yeah, I feel you so hard. It's a weird time. Weird time. I don't I, love I, it. I can't believe that we're both like really trying to get back into that office life. I, I mean, know. Wow. We shouldn't be there. <laughs> no, we're not meant to be there. We're not to we're not meant to be there. It's like I like when I'm in the office, they're like, and she's the kooky one who does comedy. Like, you know, like I'm become that <laughs> yeah. one. And I'm not that kooky. I'm pretty normal when I when you put me in a comedy circle. <laughs> it's for the pool. <laughs> Think of the pool, both of you. I know, I know you don't want to be in the office environment, but do you want that pool? No. <laughs> no I love I being stupid during a weekday. I love doing stupid shit. <laughs> I love a Tuesday at 2 p.m. and being like, guess I'm going to go uh, buy yarn and yeah. see if I can make a cool oh my craft God. thing that I saw on TikTok. Like, that is so yes. my life. That is like, and I do love that. But then, you know, I'm not making money during it. So do y'all craft? Do you guys make shit? Dumb shit? I do. Um, do um, Every once sometimes. in a while get into it and i'll buy all the stuff and i'll make i'll almost finish one thing and then i'll forget about it never 100 percent. that's me with embroidery i got into embroidery so Ooh. hard and then i went in so hard like i bought yeah. stuff i started embroidering clothes and i never finished a single thing i started uh, i love embroidery though that's cool i know i think i'm gonna get back into it because i think i need to like do like something just something that like ends yeah. with the product 
an Asian, not Asian first, just women talking about embroidery, <laughs> crafts. Okay, we're talking Fumi about crafts. Mike could have this okay. conversation. I didn't we're think so. We're talking about crafts, no, and then also you never. both have brought up your therapists like <laughs> actively on your own. And I'm like, <laughs> let me tell you, those two did not talk about therapy, nor did they go to a therapist. So I'm like, this is like, I'm Are loving it. Are you in therapy? I thought Fumi I don't, was in therapy. Maybe he's not. Maybe Fumi is, but I don't think Mike is. Not to drag Mike on I, this podcast. <laughs> I remember last time I did the episode and we we had like a therapist on, remember? Yeah. And yeah. we were just saying sort of like, you know, like uh, first month in therapy stuff, yeah. Julia. Level like, one. It, you can express your emotions if you want. We were saying things yeah. like that. And Mike was like, my mind is blown. And I was yeah. just like. <laughs> Literally, Mike was like, holy shit. What? <laughs> <laughs> Like, okay, cool. Like, These are only things I say to my baby when I don't think anyone yeah. else is around. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Well, I was like, also wanted to just talk about life updates, um, though we just did a lot of it. <laughs> but only because I am moving tomorrow and it's been a, a nightmare. But actually, it hasn't been a nightmare. I, I realize it's just moving. And I know Julia just went through this. Um, but yeah, it was like, okay, we kind of have some life updates. I'm moving. Julia moved. It was, I think, really bad for you, Julia. Not so bad for me, but it's feeling bad right now, like packing and all this stuff. But yeah, like wanted to just like hear what your summer's been like pre-August, like pre-August depression, just like life updates. Julia, why was moving bad for you? Can you talk about it? Or Moving was terrible for me because I could not find a place to live by <gasps> myself. Um, I was determined to live alone and my shit, I was in LA for January and February and I put all my stuff in storage mm -hmm. and then I was like, oh, I'm, I'll easily find a place within like a few weeks of coming back. LOL. It was truly, I looked at over 20 places. I applied to maybe eight or nine and was just either getting ghosted, mm -hmm. uh, or, getting straight up rejected. I went to an open house of an apartment that 50 other people were at. And oh my I God. was, that also just added to like, I was seeing the people who were also looking at the apartments that, and I was looking at like pretty, very like reasonable for New York, one bedroom places. I'm not looking at fancy new buildings. Yeah. I'm looking at just like one bedrooms in neighborhoods I like, like nothing absolutely, absolutely insane. And just seeing the people that I was up against, I was like, I'm not going to get this unit. Because mm. on paper, I'm like, cool, freelance, creative, artist, swimming no. in W or 199, like 1099s. Yeah. Like 1099s. nobody is going to want that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though I can pay my bills. Yeah. Like I just was like, okay, here is a very successful corporate couple who are like, looking at places they're like god this is a steal i'm like bitch if you think this is a steal you should not be applying for this apartment right right it was really it was just so discouraging and there was so little on the market i mean like have you, you did you guys see that article yesterday that's there's over thirteen thousand rent stabilized units in new york mm -hmm. that have been empty mm -hmm. for over two years why? it's what? crazy it's why? crazy because those places require a lot of money to get up to code to get back on the market and landlords mm. say that they do not have the money for that oh and i my think God. the city is trying to like incentive like give them some kind of incentive to uh like give them money so that they can bring it back up to speed but it's crazy it's crazy and it is making it's just 
housing here is just so unbelievably frustrating and gross. Yes. And I, I mean, I was just like, I don't know if I'm going to get a place. And like, thank yeah. God for my friend that I'm so grateful for who was moving out and was like, you know, you can take, take over my, take over my spot. So, but if it wasn't for her, I was truly like, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's yeah. wild. Like sometimes I leave my body and I'm like, oh, these are all th- made up things. Like 40 X yep. rent is literally made up. Like someone yep. just said it and it's just like the rule now, like broker's fees made up. They don't exist yeah. like in other places. The system's and so they, broken. Like, it just like makes it impossible for anyone who's not like, you know, making six figures at a desk job to ever get yeah. a place to live. It's also, wild. I just want to say, I love it when like that couple, I love it when rich people say really loud, this is a steal. And it's like $50,000. <laughs> like, you know, if you ever it's go to crazy. like a fancy store, I feel like old Asian women always do this, like at the Chanel store. How much is this purse? Ten thousand. It's only ten thousand dollars. Like, shut up, bitch! Like, why are you saying that about this apartment? Like in New York, it's not a steal. Literally walking around, surrounded by strangers, also looking at this apartment. I was laughing out loud. I was like, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> like I was losing my mind. I probably looked insane. I'm gonna start you saying just, things like, this like is that. A joke. Yeah. Well, you should have walked around and been like pointed out all the problems. Whoa! Not enough crown molding for me. Would prefer more. <laughs> Would go it's elsewhere. Not the price. The price is too cheap. Corner. Yeah. <laughs> The, yeah, it's actually embarrassing how cheap this place is. <laughs> if I had any self-respect, I would go somewhere else. Like try to like. Damn. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, it's crazy. One day, yeah, I'm never uh, one day I want to be in that position where I'm walking around. And I'm like, I'll just you know like this is cheap. I'll take it. Like I I just want that. <laughs> Let's just I, why not just do it now, Jenny? Let's just all okay. of us walk around. Let's go to open houses and be like, how much it's is it? Tr- oh, I can't pay that. That's embarrassing. People will think I'm poor. <laughs> yeah. And run You're out. Right. You're right. Nothing's holding me back. That's what I'm <laughs> learning from this pot this episode. When Asian women can do anything, including lie at open houses. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is like that the this is like the the psychology Harvard person's like tip. Like just act like you're rich and you will become rich like just go to open houses for like a 50 million dollar apartment like i'll take it ha 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 yeah (laughs) um i hate money but do you feel good now that you've moved like are you loving living alone i love it so much i've been having so much fun like nesting and making it cute and like you know designing it the way i want to but now I'm also like, cool, I've never spent this much money on rent and bills before. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Single tax is real. It's so yeah. fucking real. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, young me, you also pay for a child. Like, it's like, it, it's, yeah. it's crazy how people are supposed to do this in New York. Um, so that's like a new little stress on my back. But <laughs> I think it's worth it. And I'm okay. really enjoying Good. it at the moment. So money is yeah. figured out. I swear, like, I want to be in a relationship just so I can find a nice apartment and split the one-bedroom rent at this point. Dude, I think that's so many people. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is a big factor of dating in New York City. Yes. It's like, I don't even care about the emotional part sometimes. Like, if we can split, (laughs) I'll be happy. For sure. It's so crazy. I can tolerate you and rent is half. Cool. Yeah. And are you clean enough? Great. 
You know where I'm recording this ad from? From on top of my Helix Sleep mattress. Okay, not really. I, uh, I am in the same room as my Helix Sleep mattress. For years, I had those cheap, crappy mattresses you get from some big box store. And since I got my Helix mattress a couple years ago, I sleep better and recover from jujitsu better. Yes, I managed to sneak jujitsu into this ad. And from, now that I've got my son, it's even better. We get to snuggle on there and read books and it's awesome. He falls asleep on there all the time. Helix offers 20 unique mattresses, including the very fancy schmancy Lux collection. Uh, Helix offers all kinds of mattresses from mattresses with memory foam for side sleepers to uh, responsive foam for stomach and back sleepers. Uh, there's even mattresses for big and tall sleepers and for kids. Take the Helix Sleep Quiz to find your perfect mattress in just two minutes. When you're ready, your personalized mattress is sent right to your door free of charge. But don't just take my word for it. Helix offers a 100-night trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new mattress. Check it out and go to helixsleep.com Asian and enter promo code HELIXPARTNER to get 20% off. That's right. It's helixsleep.com slash Asian promo code helixpartner to get 20% off. <laughs> I have to say, it. Julia, your apartment looks amazing. It looks so cute. You. It looks thank you, thank you. really great. I feel like so both of you have really empty. good taste. Like you guys have very good... have good taste. Okay, thanks. <laughs> But yeah, also, young me, I love your hair. <laughs> this is it's becoming really very good. girl, like women. But I was like, love that hair. Thank you. It's really good. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, I still, uh, I miss being blonde sometimes. Like just like doing something be with blonde. my hair. I, I feel like you should that I do like... it now during the strike. I don't. Yeah, have just do it. Hundred dollars. Yeah, it's so it. expensive. But yeah, my friend I does really my hair. For me. Honestly, money is like the reason I'm not doing it right now, just because of upkeep too. Okay, but if so, if a listener will do, <laughs> anyone in New York want to do it? Yeah, I want to do it for free. Julia's hair is be- short, and I think she would look great in like a lighter color. Yeah, please reach out, and I will pay you. I just can't pay you five hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you but, make it, because I, I want like it like almost like a white blonde, like a super super platinum. And if you yeah. can do that without making my hair fall out, we'll be friends. <laughs> Love that. Um, okay, and then Young Me, can I ask about your writings? Uh, the last time you did yeah. a solo app, we talked about your book. How's yeah. it? How is the process? Okay, so it's it's really bad, but it's like uh, it's weird. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's weird because the truth is, it's fucking amazing that somebody fucking paid me to write a fucking book to sit yeah. at home, and you know that's fucking amazing nobody gets you know not a lot of people get that privilege it's a huge privilege and i know there's so many people you know for me the process was relatively quick but i know there's Mm -hmm. so many people out there that really want to write a book and struggle with selling and like the fact that i even got a deal is like this dream come absolute dream come true so i like i'm i'm like aware of how happy I am that that happened for me because I never in a million years thought that that would happen for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I guess this is kind of in line with the negative thinking. I have to fight against this, like the thoughts in my brain telling me that I'm like a loser and a piece of shit and I'm bad at this, you know? And yeah. I, 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 it's like a constant struggle and it's it really fucks with me. And I think Julia was kind of touching on this where it's like, I can see how that is the thing that's harming me and stopping me. Um, and it's like, 
those thoughts are creating this reality and then that stops mm-hmm. me and then and then I'm doing I'm not writing and I'm not doing a good enough job because I'm right. t- spending so much time hating on myself, you know? Yeah. And so it it it's so exhausting when you have these negative thoughts because a, a large portion of my time is spent like battling them. Yeah. Telling yeah. them to shut the fuck up so I can actually sit down and write and it's like, such a waste of my time and you know it makes me like it does make me really sad sometimes when I think about like the self-hatred and mm-hmm. how how much it harms people and like you know how much it harms me and I'm like dude if I just can, like can you imagine and I know a lot of people who are creative or like you know work in any sort of creative fil- field or where you have to create you know produce something from your brain to struggle with this but can you imagine what life would be like if all of those thoughts were gone and you just woke mm-hmm. up and you just did your fucking art at 8 a.m. to like 4 p.m. every day. Can you imagine? I swear. It's yeah. literally every white man <laughs> in an intro improv class. Exactly. How it's great. That, it's that. Just to think oh. that everything you say is brilliant. Yeah. And not Because ha- like literally 90% of my day every day is telling, trying to fight the this invasive idea that i'm like everything i say is worthless and i'm stupid and then i write yeah. for 20 minutes after crying and masturbating you know like it's like <laughs> like i toil and suffer all day and then i finally sit down and i'm like i can do this like if i, if I took away all the self-hatred I, I can't even imagine what kind of life that would be so so i yeah. think the struggle and i think a lot of people who say you know writing is hard i think that's what they're talking about right like the struggle of like feeling good enough or not yeah. feeling judgmental about yourself um like that's that's been my main struggle and then the truth is when i do actually finally sit down and write something i'm like okay this is this is good it's not the worst thing i've ever seen it's not bad like why was i fucking crying all afternoon do you know what i mean yeah a hundred percent yeah i think that's like when i say when i i don't know if everyone means it this way but when i say writing is hard it's because like 90 percent of it is me you know trying to like stop that voice the self-hatred voice that's the hard part yeah yeah i think that's so valid i um i my problem is when i write i self-edit over and over again like yeah. just like i go through the thing over and over again rather than moving forward because i want yeah. yes. i feel like Me too. if it's not perfect then i'm failing myself yep. but then i don't move forward and i just get stuck <laughs> looking at what i already wrote and then i'm like what am i like what what and then i stop and then I just like, just like cannot yeah. produce more. And then and doesn't that even make any problem. sense. Cause you keep, you've been looking at it for eight hours and it doesn't and make I'm any like, sense anymore. Yeah. And you convince yourself it's, it's so actually hard. bad at a certain point. You're like, yeah, actually this is exactly. really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's I horrible. Think, I think yeah. that like, and I'm saying this and I don't do it, but in theory, I think with writing, like you just have to puke, just puke it yeah. all up, puke yeah. it all up, be like, yep. I'm puking. This is vomit. And I know that, like, that's, it's not supposed to be, mm, yum, yum, it's vomit. Yeah. You picked yeah. it up. You're not eating it. Right. <laughs> you're not smelling it. You're just like, I'm actively Here puking right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then later I'm going to figure out how to make it not puke. You're going totally. to rinse it out okay and find the, the edible pieces. Yeah. 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 Be like, I'm going to garnish this in a really nice way. And it's yeah. going to be like, I'm going to plate later. it later. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. plate it later. That's later. so gross. <laughs> oh, poop. Plating puke. Um, but, but it's gonna be but beautiful. It's true, though, it's like yeah. you can't think about it. You just have to do it. And totally. so, like, editing. Yeah. I always edit. I edit while I'm writing too, and I think it actually is a, 
it's detrimental in some ways. It is. I yeah. okay. I've been going to a lot of improv shows, so this is so annoying. Let's <laughs> talk about that. Um, What's going I'm, on there, Jenny? I'm kind of regressing. <laughs> Everything is kind of falling apart. But I'm like back. Like not that I. I don't. I'm trying to pull back on improv. But I, I've been going to see friends perform and stuff, and I have noticed that I. My biggest struggle always has been I can't get on stage because I'm thinking about mm. my next move, overthinking mm-hmm. my next move because yeah. I don't want to make a mistake and bring everyone down. Sure. And then yeah. I notice, especially men, just walk out there and make a, f- like, they'll say anything. And that's like the point of it is that you're supposed to like just follow your instincts and get out there. Yeah. And I was just watching and I was like, why do I overthink literally Mm. every move that I do and it's much like my writing like why do I overthink every premise why do I overthink every video I make like everything has to be like really high quality or like the best and if it's not then I'm a failure because I'm watching all these other dudes like step out and be stupid goofy whatever and then like someone they figure it out in the process and I'm like I need to like harness that energy of like because that is most of what's holding me back is my own anxiety of like not being good enough and especially with improv where that's actually the point where you're supposed to just be like you just be blah just do a blah yeah Yeah. it is yeah yeah, don't think twice actively puke (laughs) someone will clean it up do not yeah. think. I think yeah. that we all are thinking We're too much thinking because our too brains much. are too big. Don't think. Yeah. <laughs> our girl brains are too fucking strong and powerful. Yeah. And we actually We're, need to like take them down a couple of notches. Yeah. We're that brain right. meme at the bottom where it's like too many connections. Like we got to be yeah. the first, the first little For brain. Real. Yeah. Just one thought. <laughs> yeah. One thought. <laughs> I need to have only one thought ever you gotta in my brain be like at one the, time. the staten island uh construction yes. guy when your yeah. girlfriend tells tells yeah. a story about fighting with her co-worker and you're like i'm gonna go fucking kill him yeah that's you yeah. need that's the union you guy have- you need union guy pension energy well i got pension seriously we, we have to energy. be yeah we have to <laughs> be the union guy that we want to see in the world yeah <laughs> the pension we have pension to energy forget about trying to get him as a boyfriend we have to become him yeah that's Seriously. oh my god yeah there you're gonna go. want yes. your next stand-up set's just gonna be like literally just like the like one thought <laughs> you, you, we did you look at my girlfriend <laughs> yeah yes. let me tell you about my pension, pension energy hey i'll just embroider it real quick you know how, how quick i can embroider that <laughs> All joking aside, make, if you're this kind of man, please say pension on them. Pen- oh my god, pension. yes. I feel like yes. are you starting your jewelry back up again? Kind of notice more posts. <sighs> Look. It's kind of how you were describing embroidering. Like sometimes I really like it and I get into it and then I'm like, I'm burnt out. I don't want to yeah. anymore. Mm. Uh but I actually think I kind of want to again. Because they're kind of so been fun. cute. If you want to plug it here. Early retirement. Yeah, early retirement. So cute. Check it out on Instagram. (laughs) Um, Okay, cool. I have one topic that I brought up that has nothing to do with anything we talked about. But basically, I saw on TikTok this thing go viral. And I do think most of the conversation is happening amongst like younger folks like Gen Z. But it was about the discourse over all Asian friend groups. And it just started with a dude who like posted like a text only TikTok that was like, I hate all Asian friend groups. And it has like spread into like a bunch of people discussing that, that like topic. Um, and I've heard multiple different takes on it, but I wanted to bring it up um, here cause it feels relevant about what are, what yeah. your thoughts are on all Asian uh, friend groups, whether they're toxic 
whether they're not toxic. I also want to flag that I think this is a very California based conversation as a person from California, because yeah. when I talk to people not from California, they don't understand where this is coming uh, from. Um, well, yeah. well, I have so many thoughts on this, yeah. but before yeah. I say anything, I just want to say that I think it's kind of like, it's a little like not racist, but it's like every friend group is toxic kind like, you know, like, and yeah. I think it's unfair to single, like single out Asian friend groups. Yeah. But then I feel like they are toxic in a very specific way. Yeah. <laughs> But my theory, I, and I've actually told people this, it's like the same theory as like that I have about Asian people. It's just, they're either evil or good. There's like so few <laughs> that are in the- It's a binary. You know yeah, it's a binary. It's like your uncle that went to jail for tax evasion and beats his wife, or like the, the nicest person you've ever met. It's like, and I feel like the friend groups are like that too. Asian mm. friend groups. If I know one fucked up Asian person and I see everyone in their friend group, all of them fucking suck it's mm. like they like swarm together and like yeah. now if i like meet one asian person and i like don't like them like every time like i see the mutuals on instagram i'm like oh all of these people suck and i'm mm. always right it's always <laughs> true <laughs> so it's either like that's, they're good or bad that's my yeah theory i um i did not understand like i would not have understood this so this conversation un unless i had my berkeley experience like Ooh, what's that i so i went to a predominantly white school so there was like no real like i don't know there wasn't like the asian people were the majority so like pe kind of asian people like and you end up knowing every single asian person by virtue of like right. being the minority you like have asian groups and like you know i was like in and out of them but i knew every single person who was asian and right. then i went to berkeley where it's majority asian and all of a sudden I was oh, like right. put in the majority and all of a sudden there's segments within that Asian community. So like I mm. have never felt more like pointed to as an Asian person than when I was in a majority Asian place. And right. of those majority, they're mostly California Asians. So it's mm. a lot of people who grew up in majority Asian places. So it was mm. like the first, I did not expect to like show up to college and immediately be asked what kind of Asian I am by Asian people so much. Mm. Like it was immediate. Like I got asked three times in the first day if I'm Korean and I just like, no one ever asked me what Asian I was before. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, wow. I'm like being profiled right now or like being like categorized right now. Um, and then like in my experience there, I learned, I was like, oh, there's like this flavor of California Asian where they all like are insular. Like they, they all swarm together and they like mm -hmm. kind of are like the cool Asians. Um, mm -hmm. And you know, I liked like sketch comedy. Like I was like, should we talk so about you last week's 30 Rock Asian. episode? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, in, is anyone else interested in talking about UCB for Second City? Like I was like in my own little like bubble of like wanting to like, you know, I had my own like oh my niche God. interests. Yeah. And I like liked listening to indie rock and I was like not fitting in. Like I was like not melding in with everyone else. Were there um, like theater Asians? They're was not it by, very many. Like, country or was it like fashion agents, Asians, queer Asians, like there were, Asians. There were some that are by country, right? Like you have like your Koreans 
and then you have like your Filipinos or whatever like Mm -hmm. there are groups like that but then there is also like this general like cool Asian vibe I don't really I'm trying my best to like explain it because it's like not just like East Asian South Asian it doesn't break down like that it's literally Mm -hmm. like a vibe like you Mm. dress like you're from Southern California you like hang out with all the Asians you're like you know you're like eating Korean barbecue and like having your boba and you're like kind of like you're like pretty like conventionally pretty Mm -hmm. um at the time it was the swoop bangs and like knee-high boots era for me um Mm -hmm. but there was like I couldn't break in to that like I wasn't listening to the same music I didn't have the same interest I like my sense of humor was not the same Mm -hmm. um and like like, basic Asian yeah it's that it's like a basic Asian but it's also very insular it's like the balayage yeah, yeah, balayage, ombre. I absolutely I don't, hate balayage. I've never <laughs> met. I've never met that kind of Asian. I feel like I in California, I did not hang out with Asian. Really? People. I, I did, didn't know how to avoid it. Oh, I didn't they go were to just college. Like all around me. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I, specifically at Berkeley, but like, I think that's what this conversation is about. It's like the people who like mm. like keep you out almost, or like you're yeah. like you don't fit in with us. Like you don't fit in with us. Maybe it's that. I'm trying to like put a finger on it because yeah. I understand the also, sentiment of it. Yeah. Also, I think I know that like I'm I'm like really I know I started this com- conversation like oh it's racist to say I think there is something about Asian cultures where the whole group like swarm mentality is maybe slightly stronger than other people. Mm. You know, like the whole like yeah. for white people there are some white people that do like fraternities, sororities, but like I feel like the percentage of Asian people who want to do something like that is higher. I don't know. Just like from what I've seen. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the fitting in the main yeah. the basic whatever thing is a big thing and it's for a lot of them. Also really competitive in my like from the groups I've seen, they're like all kind of like internally competitive like yes. they're all trying to like get the Very best consulting job yeah or like yeah. buy the biggest house or like get the nicest purse um i don't know maybe it's just like maybe it's just like buying into model minority like maybe it's mm-hmm. just like the people mm-hmm. who are like bit. yeah, yeah. Who, who are like embracing that like not questioning where we sit next to like other races or something like that but like the status quo is, asians yeah, status quo Asians. It that is, is that. Definitely it's like the a thing. It's a group of Asian people for sure. And I'm yeah. and I'm not to like I feel like I agree. They're all kind of toxic. It's like they're Yeah. I feel like I when I saw that TikTok, I was like, I think I understand what this person's talking about even though I don't really have that much experience yeah. with it. If I had to guess, it's the people who who it's the people who are against affirmative action. That's literally how I'm going to boil yes. it down. Like it's like the people who are like, no, actually, affirmative action is hurting us as Asian people. It's like yeah. those people. It's like that energy group where they don't question like the actual system at all. Um, yeah, there well, are a lot. I, I understand that feeling. What were like the two sides of the discourse on TikTok? Like what were like what were kind of the polarizing? Well, I saw, I didn't, I don't know if there's a dissenting, I mean, there's obviously people who are like this, you know, don't understand the discourse at all, but I I saw like one person break it down really well, which is like, it's not literally, it's not like East Asians are top though that there's a whole conversation about that. It doesn't even break into like individual. It's literally just like, there is a group of people who like buy into like, we love K-pop and Boba and like whatever. And we're like, they're all conventionally pretty and they're all generally straight and mm-hmm. like you know we want to get like a six-figure job and buy a tesla 
and whatever. And if you like don't fit into that, they're going to be mean to you. Like you're not, you're not welcomed here. Um, I think, yeah. yeah, I've seen, uh, this is like, I think if, if people are listening to this and they don't understand if they don't like, are not around it, it's like, it is literally like the equivalent of like a sorority or a fraternity yeah. for white people. But for Asian people, it continues on forever for the rest of their life. They keep in that mm. group. And a lot of them, I think, do either come from growing up together in the same neighborhood or going to the same school or something. But I think that I think that's the I don't I, I feel like I don't know. Do you, does that sound like accurate? Like I that? Think so. I, I mean, think so. yeah. That yeah, group, I, I feel that those swarm Asian people that yeah. are always in their weird little group and they like move together throughout <laughs> life. That yes, group, those kind There's of Asians. There's a lot of people like that. I know are weird or <laughs> fucking weird. There's they like never make friends. friends. People definitely do it too, though. Oh, like, yeah, totally. for sure. Yeah, white people definitely do it too. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I recently had this moment where I was like, I like sometimes see like comedians do this too, where they're all like there's like all white groups and sometimes i'm like do they notice that they're all white like do they ever think about it i i wonder they do and that's why they don't want to hang out with anyone else because that's the that's like the the asian people that hang out in those groups yeah it's on purpose right right it's like us versus you and they just move around in that group and they always want to have dinner with 25 people and i'm like i don't like this i don't like any of these asian (laughs) people there are groups that move in like 15 there's like 15 of them and every dinner all 15 of them are there and you're like how do you even organize this it's crazy to get a table for 15 people anywhere like good for you guys but like that's wild it could that's be so much easier that's definitely a thing that's a californian yeah. thing too i think that is I think maybe they, they all move in groups of 15 no wonder i struggled in college <laughs> i mean i, I just, like <laughs> i know what this phenomenon is because i have west coast cousins yeah in washington who are chinese and japanese yeah and like i think their friend group all seems asian and mm. um i think predominantly straight but i'm not sure but I will say, one thing that I do think is cool about my cousins is they're two guys. They like, well, I don't know if it's cool, but I respect that they like appreciate Asian women and are attracted to Asian women and want to be with Asian women because, mm-hmm. I mean, that feels sometimes rare in some ways as well, mm-hmm. where like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like I, I think that there's so many and it's not like a right or wrong thing it's just sometimes nice that like asian people are also like yeah we're hot yeah, yeah. i understand that too and, like, it's like nice to like have a community <laughs> yeah and yeah, like, I'm glad i like i've that. talked about dating with them and i and i'm like do you i remember i asked my cousin i was like do you have you like dated women of other races mm-hmm. and you know he's like yeah i've dated you know and he was like telling me about like dating white women he's like they get really fucking weird about race really fast. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, that's fair. That's and also like, fair, yeah. Fair. made him feel like fetishized and weird too. And so right. I appreciate that he like wants someone who doesn't, he doesn't feel that way about, he wouldn't do that to either. And so yeah. there's that. But I'm also like, I'm a Midwestern havesy. So <laughs> I'm like, I, that is so not my reality. I know. Like I went yeah. to a very big school and there were very few Asians. Many of us were half, and I feel like we all kind of spread out. We're like, we gotta, we gotta blend in, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Some people yeah. might think we're Latina. <laughs> yeah. And um, 
like it just so that that was just so not my experience growing up at all yeah I don't really know what it's like it's so specific I think to like California there might be pockets other places but I really think like in California there are so many Asian people especially in like certain pockets because yeah. even my experience in the Bay Area is different than like someone in like Fremont which is like mm-hmm. just more Asian um so mm-hmm. it it is like so hyper local like based on where you grew up and I realized like every time I talk to someone not from California they're like we don't know what that <laughs> what that even feels like and it is really hard to explain I tried to explain it like 10 years ago like when, really when I was close to it to mm. um other Asian people and I, I like wasn't to other California Asians and I they couldn't get it like because they didn't have the yeah. flip side of being like a my major mind like being really a minority in like a very white space yeah. Um, mm. so it's very interesting. Yeah, but, but like Julia said, there are positives, and I'm glad that totally. you said that. Like, it's like it's like there is a positive to hanging out with a big friend group that looks and like you and knows what you're going through, and maybe right. that is why that tends to happen so much with Asian people, you know. And every group of people can be toxic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So diverse ones too. Yeah, any anyone like, can be a toxic friend group. Has anyone been in like a workplace situation or a school situation with more than like five people where like there was zero toxic yeah. energy? No. It's Never always toxic. No. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. I would probably get bored and decide to become the toxic one if I'm Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Would. Yeah. You're just like, all right, time to bully somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Sign, time to make somebody question reality around here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, well, guys, thank you for hanging out with me. I can't believe I'm moving tomorrow. What a psychotic decision wow. for me to do this. Like, I have to God. go Text home me if you and need pack. help. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be like, I don't even know who I am right now or, like, where I am. I'm, like, in another apartment right now just kind of recording this. But thank you so much for hanging out. For folks who want to find your work, where can they find you? Um, you can find me at YM Mayor on social media or Young Me Mayor on TikTok. Um, yeah. And you can find me at Julia Shiplet on everything. Gorgeous. And you can always find the podcast on Instagram at Asian Not Asian Pod. And you can find me at Jenny Arimoto also on any social media, including threads, where I've decided <gasps> to be unhinged and post a lot because no one is looking at it. True. Follow us all on threads. Threads. Today. Follow yeah. me on threads. Right now. I I literally, you're going to be like, why is she even, I like post like three things at a time now because that. I'm just like, I don't care. And no I one's looking at it. I keep forgetting about it. I've deleted the Twitter app off my phone. So mm. I'm like, go to places now threads. Nice. It's not Respect. good. It's like a horrible <laughs> place to be, but it's like Twitter's also horrible. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, see my unhinged thoughts there. Any last parting words that we may want to say um (laughs) just find 15 asian people and join a toxic asian friend group wait we let's i'm gonna start i'm gonna throw a dinner party with 15 asian people and then we can decide who's the toxic one in it yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. it'll be like a murder mystery party (laughs) yes okay I'm putting my name down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to get, it's going to become fucked up. Anyways, thank you all for listening. Have a good life. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.